Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. This hour of the Rich Keys Show brought to you by East Coast Metal Roofing, the official roofing partner of the Boston Celtics. Act now, save 10% during their winter work special. The Rich Keith Show. Here we go. You're now rocking with the Rich Keith Show on your radio. You to the chronicles from a topical, comical, and knowledgeable Boston sports talker dropping in hotter than a tropical climate. Breaking news, he supplies it, and you want the truth? Scoops Keith will find it. He's talking about all the sports. And he's also a hashtag dork. And a father of two sweet daughters. The leader of your squad for you evening marauders and night commuters. Tune in and sit tight. Six to ten, more like six to midnight. Ow, the mic's hot on the Night's Watch crew. Celtics, Bruins, Pats, and Red Sox too. Doing this since the Rich Keith Project. Now we've got podcasts and Twitch stream content. KWFE on WEEI. It's the Rich Keith Show. So here's your guy. But the road Celtics back in the win column. They come into a hostile environment against one of the better teams in the West without Jason Tatum and win by 25. 144 to 119. Celtics over the Kings. Welcome into the Rich Keefe Show here on a Thursday night. W-E-E-I. That's what it sounded like on NBC Sports Boston. Late last night as the Celtics blow out the Kings. They put up 144 points in the process. Uh, joining me as he does every Tuesday and Thursday is one Andy Hart. Hart, how are you? Feeling a little more festive than you are. I well, listen. Here's what happened. Celtics sweatshirt on. Get the hell out of here. I'll tell you what happened. And so, if you go to Twitch, uh, follow W E E I on Twitch, and you can uh, watch all the shows. I highly recommend it. It's a good. It's a good time. Uh, we said on Tuesday, like, hey, on Thursday, let's do like ugly sweaters or whatever we have. Stiz forgot. Stiz showed. Stiz no, looks like, I, Stiz looks fair, like you normally look. What are you talking did, about? I didn't have time. I worked late at my other job today. He didn't say he had to make the sweater. We <laughs> said wear the sweater. Didn't have time. So I go home on Tuesday night or maybe last night, and I'm like, I have a couple, don't I? Nope. I think when I moved or something, I'm digging through stuff. I'm going through different closets. I'm pulling out boxes. I got nothing. Hmm. So what I'm wearing is a oversized Game Celtics outfit. Oversized Celtics hoodie, but I do have a Santa Claus Celtics hat on. I got to get points for that. Meanwhile, Buddy the Elf Andy Hart is uh, really just dominating the night. That is a hell of a look. I just wish the hat fit a little better. No, the hat's not going to fit. That's it kind of the that's really tight. <laughs> how long, when you do go to like the holiday party? How long does the hat stay on? Uh, I don't because this is kind of a pajama set, so I don't oh, go gotcha. out too much in this. In my own house, I'll probably wear this Christmas Eve when we have people coming over. <laughs> um, but I, you, you saw the Grinch yeah. sweatshirt on Tuesday. That's great. I like that but one I too. Yeah. I didn't want to double up. No, know, no, I need to freshen it up. And I thought we were all partaking. I didn't know you guys. Were I gonna, uh, thought I was too. I hate. I I'm pissed about stores. it. They don't have WalMarts or Targets where you live. Oh, so you wanted me to buy one on the way in? That's not how yeah. it goes. I, sh- I thought I had some. We even, the station gave them out a couple years ago. Like, there's WEEI ones, like red and green, and had like a big old Santa on it or something. Yeah, we needed those. Where are yeah, those? Yeah, no, that's a shame. No, I, I feel like I let you down hard. I apologize. I do have a sweet hat, though. It's, the it's hat's fine. not bad. Yeah, it's, it's fine. fine. Well, 
it's nothing special. Not what I was expecting. I thought, you know, I was going to be fully committed to this. I thought my yeah, fellow coworkers would be fully committed. And, you know, I it's jumped three, and you two stopped. It's three stages of commitment. Stiz, zero. Just none. I'm like halfway in. It's a sweet hat. I wouldn't normally wear the hat. And then heart's just full go. He's probably got a fistful of candy canes right now and an eggnog. No, I can't do that. We're going. It's uh, for no, the I, hearts. It's uh, Christmas light night. So what does uh, that after, mean? Christmas light night. So every year, yep. um, one time right. we go as a family, get in the car, pile in the car, head through a drive-through, pick up some like maybe Popeyes chicken or Ooh, whatever it may be. You're speaking my language now, and then we uh, just drive around looking for some of the best uh, oh, Christmas nice. light setups. Nice, so nice, we're, nice. we'll be doing that tonight. Uh, and I want to thank the local uh, newspaper. They have set up. I haven't tried it yet, but they have set up a new interactive map with the best. That's nice. Light get-ups in the area. I so think Fox Twenty Five just awarded the best one in the state up in my area. Yeah, Dorica. It's up in Dorica, right? I saw that this morning. Yeah, yeah a little far for me. Yeah, well, listen, it's worth it, though. Just the pictures alone. There's a few. I remember there was, like, a whole street in Tewksbury one year. I think I'm sure they do it every year where it's just, like, Clark Griswold. Like, that thing is lit oh, up. Yeah, Usually when nuts. people do it, it's it's annual and it gets bigger yeah. and they add to it every year. There's I'm, a couple of one always, over Fairhaven I'll go to. What's the deal? Like, how many extension cords do you have and how many outlets do you have? That's yeah, got to be well, insane. Because I do. have, like, limited lights, and even then I'm like, I'm running out of extension cords. I'm looking around. I'm breaking stuff up in the house to take it outside. Like, I don't no, know how these people do it. have to, like, have their house rewired, put oh, a separate, God. like, box in. Like, no, if you're if you're doing the full impressive, yeah. you, there's an electrician involved. It's not just you with another green extension cord that you throw out. And my cheap ass is like, what's the... What's the what's the cost? Oh, the month of the December, spinning like crazy. It up. But Probably it is no worse than air conditioning. Though. No, that's true. Air conditioning in the summer, you got Christmas lights in December. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Scrooge. no, look, looks great out there. Scrooge. Oh, well, I am, I am, I am cheap ass, but I'm not Scrooge. I do enjoy uh, Christmas very much. Maybe not as much as you. I think we're learning this year that nobody Christmas. enjoys it more than Andy Hart. I freaking love it. I'm all in <laughs> at all times. Got cookies <laughs> scheduled for a Saturday yeah. night. We'll Are you making them? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I buy like the sugar cookie dough and just yeah, yeah. Know, spread it out and then cut them up. And that counts. And decorate them. No, frost. Hundred percent. That counts. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. There'll be plenty th- of eggnog flowing too between now and uh, I like that and Sunday. I might tonight because we have a short program. I might go home and do a uh, taste test. I was telling you the other night. I I bought pumpkin eggnog, which I haven't yep. tried yet. So I think I might fire that down. Maybe make a video, tweet that bad boy out. You're gonna. Uh, Will it be a mixer? Will it be an adult? Yeah, I'm going to do both. I think with the eggnog, with the flavored eggnog, I got to give you the true taste test. Like, here's just what it tastes like. Do I like it? And then I'll do one with, uh, I'll go spiced rum. But I mean, you can go with whatever you want, really. Maple whiskey. Maple whiskey sounds delicious. Last night I tried a gingerbread whiskey. Not how's that? Good, but, but oh, not, not that. Not no. bad, but not as good. Okay. Um, I still prefer the maple, but it was okay. I yeah. tried it separately without anything, just straight. The yep. gingerbread whiskey was a little. Off-putting, got it. A little chemically. All right. Well, fair enough. It's good to know. You. It's just, yeah, it's just all, all good stuff right there. Speaking of good stuff, Celtics last night, after the loss to the Warriors, where they blew a seventeen-point yeah. lead. Oh yeah, they blew. They were terrible. They yeah. were terrible in the uh, fourth quarter in overtime. And then Joe Mazzulla's like, "Well, what do you want us to do? We just miss shots." It's like, oh I mean, my god, hit shots, be clutch. Get Steph Curry out of the game, and he has five fouls for right. the final twenty minutes or whatever it was. So Fitzy was mad at me this morning because we. Oh boy, uh, were you dressed you like know, this? I don't know how you could be mad at you now. You look at the. No, I was not dressed like this okay. for Breaking Boston when we recorded that this morning, and he came all hot and bothered. Ooh, Celtics score one hundred and forty-four. Good win, blow them out. And I was like, no, 
No, I'm not doing this. Oh, you don't like the win last night? No, I would have liked the win the night before. Hey, Stiz, we got an angry something. elf. We got I, one of these South, South Pole, Pole elves elf over here. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you feeling strong? Call me elf one more time. Um... Like, they had an opportunity. I think, even though the Golden State Warriors are not the Golden State Warriors. They're, they're not a shell a, of themselves. No, they're, they're not good. But you couldn't beat them. They're yeah. still a thing to you. You couldn't beat now, Curry. It's really just Curry at this point. Exactly. Yeah. And your guy couldn't do it. Now, we can blame my guy, too. JB missed a layup in that flurry of shots yeah. that wouldn't go in. Right. But... Their guy is clutch, and I think that was a game they should have had circled. Actually, it was an opportunity because you know the Warriors aren't as good. Draymond Green suspended. Mm -hmm. Clay Thompson, not great, not, not there. what he once was. Wiggins, He's kind of up and yeah. down now. Really started slow, has come on a little bit. But you had an opportunity to circle that game and say, nope, we're not doing it anymore. We're the young guns. We've ascended to the next level. We can take care of business against Steph Curry and the Warriors. And yeah. guess what? You couldn't. And your guy could didn't. Your guy, Jason Tatum, continues to fade. Oh, his ankle hurt. He got an ankle. He had a bum ankle, though, going. Yeah, he's always got something. Right. Bum he wrist, bum ankle, bum something. <laughs> he does bum have is something. the key yeah. in that yeah. sentence. I know, I know. Um, so, like, it's great that you went out and bounced back the next night. The first night you were an underdog all year. That's great. Right, right. But I wanted the other one more. I wanted them to take this and, and I make a statement. And I think they actually made a statement just... Not a good statement. No, not a, a statement good statement. Of you're still not clutch. You yeah. still have questions about closing out games, and you still fail to measure up when the guy on the other side is clutch and is a dog. And I just I still, like but I, I go, and I'm with you. Like Curry, I mean, more clutch Which is than unfair. Most of the league. Tatum, yeah, 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 no, no, yeah. Tatum doesn't have to be Curry because no. Curry, Curry's one of the best player, players. Like, like he's definitely one of the best players I've ever seen. Like, correct, that guy's insane. And he's special, truly, truly yeah. special, and he has clutch, and yep. he's a great shooter. I mean, you hear that audio of Reggie Miller, who, also a great shooter. He sure he's was. Like, he's the greatest of all time. <laughs> like, he's going nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So, I don't, it's not like I'm saying, Jason Tatum, I need you to be Curry. No, But I, I need you to be the central force of a team that is supposedly, because this team has one option. It's get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Like there is nothing beneath that, right? You have to get oh, to the Eastern no. Conference Finals. Oh no, it is a finals. two team race. I don't I still don't include Philly. I don't include Orlando as a fun team, but it's Boston, yeah. Milwaukee. And if Milwaukee's fully healthy <clears throat> with Lillard and Giannis and they beat you in a seven game series, I'm not gonna lose my mind. Like that's well, two stuff. Well, depends okay. How. You're right. If you're up 17 yeah. in the third quarter uh, and then Dame Lillard takes over and you start missing shots, I'm going to be pissed or, off. Yeah, or you have a 3-1, 3-2 series lead. Yes. I'm right. You can't just say, yeah, you're right. Every game is, you know, looked at differently. But uh, I, I, the star player is going to get the most blame, just like they're going to get the most credit. As so I'm with should. you on, on Tatum and Brown. But I because do, the like, team goes, don't you believe the team goes as the star player takes it. And I'm not just saying the playmaking. Oh, yeah, like, I would say on every the team. The confidence, sure. the air, yeah. the aura, like we believe because that guy, like Tom Brady, he's but always I'm the not, classic I'm example. Not gonna, I'm not letting Joe Missoula off the hook. No, you shouldn't because I blame the coach and the superstar. I just, Jason Tatum and Joe Missoula can't win games when it, it matters, when it's clutch it's, in that moment. Right, because it's like, and, and, and Missoula's probably going to point to last night being like, oh, yeah, who, you wanted us to shoot less threes? Look, we just made all the threes and we won't oh, go away. Oh, yeah, so he's going to look at that. You missed 41 the night before. You missed 41, but it's not In just, overtime, so I okay, so there was a yeah, few you more get a, taken. You get a little Swing. bit extra time, but, but the point is you're up 17. 
15 in the third quarter. That is yeah. different than sort of a back and forth game and your or or a game that you're trailing and you're trying to come back like all right, fire away. Like you need to come back quick, fire away. No, you're protecting a double digit lead, but more like egregious is Steph Curry, who's not the world's greatest defensive player anyway, picks up his fifth foul in the third quarter. It beats you the in overtime. Yeah. Like, so, he, so he sits for a little bit, then he comes back in, and he's a house of fire. Like, how do you not go at him every single time, no matter who it is, whether he's matched up on Tatum on that switch down low or if he's matched up on White, Holiday? Like, all those guys are good enough offensive players that if you're Missoula, just focus on getting him out of the game because they don't even have, like, a second option anymore. Clay Thompson is is a shell of himself. Correct. And the other thing is, did you hear Missoula saying they lost because they missed layups? Yes. Yep. Excuse me? He, he did mention they missed 41 threes, but he also mentioned they missed 20 layups. And yeah. he said he liked how they played. But I'm like, you can't just look at the box score after the game and, and say, all right, this is what we missed. you got to take into account, you know, time left, lead, all that kind of stuff, right. and, and the makeup of the opponent. But anyway, they do follow it up. They have five players score at least 20 points, and uh, they blow out the Kings. And so now they're a game over 500 on the road. Uh, they got Clippers and Lakers left on this Road trip, so Lakers. Uh, that's Christmas Day, right? Christmas Day, like five o'clock tip against. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm ready I'm for actually that. Actually, looking forward to that. They'll circle that. I think they'll be ready for that game. I hope so. And that's that's also. Remember the, last year they was it Christmas Day they blew out the Bucks. Yeah, they smoked the Bucks last yeah. year on Christmas Day and on opening day for the Red Sox. Remember we were doing the broadcast oh, yeah. uh, down Fenway and they yeah, yeah, yeah. just dominated. But, uh, you could join the show. We're starting. Uh, Celtics, but feel free to get in on uh, other things. I have some uh, Patriots questions. we got to have our nightly Yamamoto check-in as well. 617-779-7937 is the number to jump aboard. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart. Right now, here is Stiz with What's Trending. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Celtics beat the Kings last night, 144-119 in Sacramento. Jason Tatum, Al Horford were out, but Jalen Brown made a little NBA history, becoming the 466th player to score 9,000 career points. Brown finished with 28 points last night, as well as Derek White, who had a great game. Kristaps Porzingis had 24. Celtics back on the court Saturday afternoon when they'll take on the Clippers in L.A., tip-off at 3.30. Bruins have the night off tonight. They're back on the ice tomorrow night when they'll face the Jets in Winnipeg. Puck drop at 8 p.m. Patriots had their second-to-last practice of the week before flying to Denver for their Christmas Eve matchup versus the Broncos. Hunter Henry made his return to practice today but was on limited participation. Other players also limited were Marcus Jones, Daniel Aquale, Christian Gonzalez, Matthew Judon, Riley Reef, Tyrone Wheatley Jr., Calvin Anderson, Kendrick Bourne, and Cole Strange. Absent from the practice field was Jabril Peppers, Ramondre Stevenson, Connor McDermott, Cody Davis, and Anthony Jennings. And Thursday night football tonight as the 7-7 Saints in L.A. to take on the 7-7 Rams kickoff at 8-15. Don't forget you can catch that game right here on WEI. Our Westwood One coverage begins at 7.30. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keefe Show coming up. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say W-E-E-I is a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on W-E-E-I. Back 
back here on the Rich Keefe Show. W-E-E-I. Andy Hart is here, as he is every Tuesday and Thursday. A very festive Andy Hart. You can check him out on uh, Twitch, W-E-E-I. Also at Rich Keefe Show. He is a team player. We are all supposed to be festive, and one of us is. I mean, the hat makes me pretty festive. This is a festive hat. I don't wear this hat normally to, the, to do shows. It's, it's a weak effort. It's not that weak of an effort. You're weak effort. You told me to go buy one on the way in. I feel like that's a weak effort. No, I thought could've... I had something at home. I did not. I apologize. I'm sure there's a very good leftover selection of Christmas sweaters. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure now's a great time to get one. Yeah. But, well, yeah. Listen. Instead, you just wore a Celtics hoodie because, ah, green teamer. Woohoo. They won the second night of a back to back after they gagged it up to it's green. Curry. It's green. It's uh, one of the two colors of Christmas. So I think at the very least, I'm, I'm pulling oh, it off nicely. On. I also have a brand new baseball isn't boring red t shirt underneath. So I really, what do you got that? going for you. Not bad. Rob Bradford was in the studio yesterday dropping off T-shirts. Speaking of which, yeah, not Rob. No, was an interview oh. with Alex Cora. Yeah, uh, Alex Cora. Did he like do Awaken One Eighty or something? Alex Cora. Yeah, down, down thirty pounds. I'm trying to get him to play second base next year. Did he give up the? Uh, Could he be the first GM <laughs> manager second baseman on a team? Because I feel like he's going to end up running this team in uh, oh, I would no take time. My chances with him at second base. Did you he, say second base? Yeah, I said second base and GM and yeah. manager. Do them all. I'd be like Craig Biggio can do it. <laughs> oh my all. God, your guy Craig Biggio. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a Hart's favorite second baseman someday in the summer. Uh, Marty gonna... Barrett. We're done. The segment's over. Really? Not. I loved Marty Barrett. Not Robbie Alomar? No, 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 no. Loved Marty Barrett was like in yeah. The, you know, that's influential like era, mm-hmm. like eight years old, seven yep. years old, whatever it was. Yeah, my seven-year-old team would have been Carlos Quintana, Jody Reed, Ew. Boggs, Greenwell, Bernanski, Ellis okay. Burks, who was like my favorite player. That's I love Ellis Burks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a Good Burks guy. They, they weren't very good. Like, that team wasn't very good. You didn't like Greenwell, huh? I didn't like the Gator. No, for some reason, I didn't like I Gator. I didn't love him. No. no. <laughs> and neither did the media. He's still pissed that he didn't win the MVP over... Uh, Jose Canseco. Uh, that's my guy, Jose. Jose, Love yeah. Him. Now you're speaking the language. Uh, so Celtics do get a bounce back win last night. Angry Elf, Andy Hart, not having it. He's still fired up about the Warriors game. Uh, but no Jason Tatum. No Al Horford as well, but no Jason Tatum. And they still put up 144 against a pretty good Kings team. Like In a vacuum, the Kings, much better then the Warriors, I know, like, to your point, you'd say, well, there's still, like, a mental hang-up with the yeah. Warriors for the Celtics. I do agree with you. But talent-wise, Sacramento's a much better team. I mean, Sabonis is going to be maybe even an all-NBA player this year. De'Aaron Fox is great. Keegan Murray's had some crazy games this year. They got, they got good players. Yeah, and it's a good one-off. If, if you just took the one-off nature of the game last night, yeah, great. Love it. Yeah, yeah. You shot the lights out, which... You know me. I just have this theory. Show me how much, what they shoot from three-point land, and I get a good shot to pick. Yeah, Especially last night. I know. They shot 52% threes. They didn't turn the ball over, right? Like, their assist yeah. to turnover was great. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, they're going to win that game. And that I, I love the effort, love the win. I just I can't get the night before out of my mind. So do you, you think know, in a playoff series, the if they shoot poorly four times, then that's how they lose a series? Or... Oh, yeah. is, there, is there a scenario where they shoot well, and by well, let's call it, you know, 40% from three? Um, Can they lose a yeah, series doing probably. that? Yeah, Because you could shoot 40% from three, still turn the ball over too many times. Right. You know, that's one of the other sort of measuring sticks of this team and any team, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but for them, I mean, sport. for sure. Um, that was, what was it, 16 last year was the number? Yeah, they did. They had a magic game. number on that. Yeah. Um, but I will say, 
and you're going to laugh at this. You're okay, gonna, I'm know, ready. Think I'm well. My guy Jalen Brown, and I know you poo pooed Terp's story on weei.com. I didn't. We night. even had Terp on last night. I didn't poo poo it. I mean, Jalen Brown is playing a different brand of basketball. Like he is. <laughs> 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 um, I'm not going to see that guy coming up. He's actually having a hell of a year, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, he's been but, great. But anyway, uh, yeah, Jalen Brown's quickly. Playing, we just want to move on from talking about Jalen Brown. No, no, you said I was going to laugh at it, and I he's just going to diversify his game. Yeah. He has. He's yeah. taking it to the rim more. I know a lot of people thought he fell into the trap of just being an outside shooter in recent years. What did I see? He's leading the NBA in dunks from non-centers. He's, or dun- something he's, like he's that. dunking a lot. He's dunking on people, which I yes. always enjoy. And yeah, last night, even though it was a uh, a three party, he didn't really take part in it. No, I think he's changing his game. I think he is sort of like getting in where he's fitting in, yeah. and he. I do think he's, and again, I know I, I like him more than, I think he's capable of doing a lot of things on a basketball court. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes he falls into traps, and, and but when he figures out where he fits in with Porzingis, Drew Holiday, Derek White. Yeah, like, he and Porzingis okay, have a nice role? thing going. Yeah, and Those, I really like Porzingis. I do Not too. Not just the player. No, I, the way he has fit in yeah. with this team. He's he's goofier than I thought he was. I didn't really know he was kind of goofy. Yeah, he definitely seems goofy. Bit of a character, yeah. seems like. And, no, my fear was just the injury stuff. I'm still kind of like leery about that, how many games he's going to play. But, no, he is like seamlessly fit in. and Because I wasn't – I was happy that they shook things up and I was happy they moved on from Smart. But I wasn't like, yeah, poor Zingas is for sure the best player that's coming in here. Because think about all the different – kind of star players they've tried to weave in and you can put star in quotes like Malcolm Brogdon and Kemba Walker and Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward and all these different guys and in comes Porzingis who's you know not this perennial all-star but you're like how's he gonna fit in like he's getting his points but he's also got a good you know he'll look for other guys he's good defensively he's you know it's what six blocks last night and not just like cheap ones either like Sabonis who's like an all-star big man like down low and Porzingis is like, no, get that, get that out of here. So yeah, yeah he's, I, he's been great. I love everything about the way this team is coming together. Now, <clears throat> the road record being five hundred, the, yeah. the the sharp discrepancy between home road um, being undefeated at home being five hundred on the road. It's basically. kind of the way the whole league is this year. Like looking no, at know, it right now, it's I don't it's want nuts. you to be the whole league. I want you to be Banner eighteen. I want to think that you're the best team in the league, and yeah. if you're the best team in the league. You shouldn't fall victim to the same law of averages or whatever that other teams. It's do. true, but you look at Milwaukee, fifteen and two at home, five and five on the road. Mm-hmm. Celtics, Why is that? In uh, general, do you have a? Do you, are you a big believer that home court, home field, home that that's huge? Home or? field, home field, I think is big in football. Home court in college basketball, not to nerd out on that. Home court okay. in college basketball seems to be like maybe the most lopsided thing. Like you'll see, and Vegas will even look at it. There'll be like a ranked team at like a non-ranked team, like on the road, and they'll be like six point like underdogs because it's just like home court in college. Maybe it's the atmosphere, the travel, the whole thing. In the NBA, I wonder if it's just. You got to look into it and like some of these road trips and sometimes like the back to backs or like mm-hmm. a team is like on their they're going to be going back home. We talked to Raycroft about that all the time in the NHL when he's like the last game on the road trip before they get home. Usually it's just like just dying to get home. So I don't know. Get but like, day. but again, you wouldn't think it would be a great team being 500 uh, away from where they are like. 
Right. This isn't the old days where they're flying commercial. Like they fly first class. They they go to the they sleep in the Four Seasons. Like everything is mad. like they should be fine. They should be better. I don't get it. We were talking to Terp about it last night, and he's like, their offensive splits are like stat. Like they don't shoot well on the road. They don't like score as many points. I I don't know. Like I always expect the team to be better at home, but this really is jumping out, especially when you're undefeated at home. And then you're like a different team on the road. I get, I don't really have a good explanation and for it. I guess it is still a relatively small sample size. What are they? Seven and six yep. on the road now. Yep, seven and six. So let's just say you give them two more wins. Now they're nine and four, and you're like, oh, they're a pretty good road team. They're not as good as they are at home. You know what I mean? That it's, would it's really be really a yeah. two game flip. And if you beat the Warriors, that's one of them. You yeah, beating the Warriors. Yeah. So we, it's a small sample that that you're looking at right now, and maybe that'll play itself out more as the year goes on but I again the way the team is developing the way the depth is and I mean depth in terms of high-end depth because I think the lower-end depth could still be a question yeah the although Pritchard I was never a huge Peyton Pritchard fan and recently yeah he had a slow start to the year after the contract and then now and last night they 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 needed him at least early I mean the Kings De'Aaron Fox was having an unbelievable game the kid the Kings were throwing in more threes in the first quarter You're like oh my god both teams are gonna score 150 tonight and so Pritchard ended up stepping up hitting a pile of threes he's really gone on a pretty good run over the last couple of weeks so yeah he's been good all right let's go to the phone 617-779-7937 we got Matt in Rhode Island on Joe Missoula Matt what do you got Hey, what's up, guys? You know, I call it all the time. You know, I'm from Rhode Island. You know, I I want to I want to like Joe Mazzulla so bad. Have a small personal connection to him. I, I I know personally he's a nice guy. However, like this is actually something that can derail the team this year. I think um, the fourth quarter in Golden State was embarrassing. I was like, yeah. what what am, what am I watching here exactly in this professional basketball game when mm-hmm. you have Steph Curry, who obviously came back to win the game with five fouls and you don't hunt him down and you know get him out of the game or or just switch the switch the game up. He's just firing up threes. It was just absolutely ridiculous. But let me just leave you at this. Um when he does an interview on the other station, he said one of the big things off season was how they sat down and they realized the difference between analytics in the regular season and the postseason. I just don't know if you can go flip that switch and change the whole you know what I mean, the whole the team around. I, I just think that's who they are and I I just can't stand it. All right. Well, yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. And, I mean, the results overall are there. They have the best record in, is it the NBA now? Like, because the Timberwolves lost last night? But whatever. They have the, so they have the best record in the NBA. But I still, I'm having a hard time getting used to an NBA coach being more analytically driven than most baseball managers. Like, it's <laughs> it's crazy to hear him talk about numbers after the game and just simply look down at, like, how many threes they took, how many threes they made compared to their opponent and everything else. And you're like, oh, my God, like, it's just threes. And we'll see what happens. Like, when you get into the playoffs and every possession matters a little bit more, like, will he be able to change things? And I don't I don't know. I still have my doubts on Missoula. So did you – so speaking of the, the loss and the 41 missed threes, and I forgot the exact numbers, but the breakdown was they were all good shots. They were either, like, <laughs> open or wide yeah. open or whatever that they use in the NBA. I mean, they the did miss a and, lot of – open looks that's true but yeah but i just i don't know i guess i'm just uh, not an analytics guy and not no, a no. three-point guy like i i hate the three-pointer i hate yeah. the just pure existence of we rely on it when we hit it we blow people out we score a buck 40 buck 50 and when we don't 
we lose. Like, yeah, it was such. How a about you know it's a night. basketball thing? You yes, know, it's it is such a, it's a March Madness right. upset first round because we hit sixty percent of our threes. Yeah, and then the next round we get blown out because we out. have nothing to turn to if we're not hitting those threes. And I just look at in a seven game series, it's so much different. Like, is that really what you want to be relying right? on? And, and and they don't really make a high percentage. They're not in the top half of the league now. Last night's game, maybe we'll push them, but going into last night's game, they were seventeenth in three point percentage as a team, and yet they take more than anybody else. Right. They were number well, one. His in theory attempts. is if you make a three, take one. If you miss a three, take two. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. his whole theory. Yeah. But my point is. I think they're a really good, well-rounded basketball team. And I'm talking about talent and makeup and skill set. Yeah, and yeah, I agree. Post Tatum up, take Jalen to the rim. You have Porzingis now. Like you have so many ways. I think you can play basketball that you're not beholden to. This is really, you know, we're an undersized team that really all we can do is shoot. Okay, if that's the way you were built, then that's the way. No, you're not. You can do a lot of different things. In my opinion at a high level on an NBA court. So just to rely on, well, when we hit our threes, we're going to win. I don't know. It seems I mean, it seems limited. Four of their best. You know off- what it reminds me of? Sorry What's to interrupt. That? No, go ahead. Do you remember the clip of Belichick circa 2001 when he's, ta- he's drawing up a play and he goes, if you take away Moss out here and you take away Welker down here, we're screwed. And it, he was like, foresight looking ahead because no one was taking those guys away well, Walker had not, 1500 right. yards yeah, yeah, yeah. boss had 23 yeah. touchdowns but he's looking at a team and saying what do i do if if next and i don't know that missoula does that i think he's like now we hit threes well hit threes. he doesn't say yeah. well what if we don't hit threes he doesn't go to plan b whereas no belichick a great coach in my opinion was at that time looking maybe too much into it. Like, no, mm-hmm. one's, no one's doing that. No one's taking away Moss and Welker and Brady. So, well, I also think... Although they actually did, because in the Super Bowl they lost. That's true. That's true. I just I would like to see Missoula say, hey, you know what else we could do? X. We can yeah. do Y. We don't have to just shoot threes. And it's funny, though, when they struggle against Golden State, because for many years that's what Golden State was. I guess they still kind of are that, even though they added you know Chris Paul. But when you have Curry, Clay, and Durant, Take a three every time. Like, go ahead. Like, those guys are three yeah. of the best shooters of all time. But when you look at the Celtics, especially four of their most skilled scorers are Tatum, Brown, Porzingis, and Drew Holiday. And if you were just describing their offensive game to somebody, you wouldn't put three-point shooting, like, first, second, no. or third. You know, like, those guys are all very versatile. They they all can do that. But that's not, like, their number one special. It's not like you have, like – Ray Allen. Like, Ray Allen was a good scorer, but you're like, oh, three-point shooter. Like, guy's a killer. Like, you, you can't leave him open. All the other guys, like, they should do more of that. And I think you're right. I think I think Brown kind of is. Uh, the other guys are like, well, it's, it's easier just to shoot three. <laughs> it's like, it's like, plus, well, it's like right. an all-star game. I stand game. here and I shoot a three, yeah. and plus I know the coach is never going to get mad at me if I shoot a three, ever. In fact, well, it's the opposite. Right. I could hit the shot clock, and he'll be like, okay, that's what we do. No worries. We'll, we'll get yeah. the next one. Whereas I feel like if, if I'm a player on that team and I start doing other stuff, there is probably a chance that Joe's like, what are you doing? Yeah. What huh? the hell are you yeah. doing? We don't do that around here. The mid-range jumper from the elbow. Get that crap out of here. I'm telling you, I've, I've brought this up on the show before, but there was a Division three school called Grinnell College that is oh, yeah. 30 years ahead of the curve. I, don't, I forget when they started doing this, but they had a coach that they would only shoot threes. Like, the team would only shoot threes. And then they would get into these high-scoring, crazy games because they don't really play defense. They just get the ball, run it back up, and chuck threes. So, like, I don't know if Missoula uh, got his master's there or something, but, like, (laughs) this Grinnell College, if you go back, it was nuts because, like, 
I guess it would be fun to play f- for, but then, like, then again, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm guessing they didn't have uh, a seven foot unicorn. They didn't. They have a probably score. did not. I like, bet they had mostly six one kids. Yeah, right. You you have to say, what can we do that can separate us? What yeah, can we do that's our way to win? The Celtics don't have to do that. I think they could do almost anything, and that that's why I find it more frustrating. Because when you get, as you said, you get in a short series, if you go on the road and shoot poorly one night, two nights, well, you're mm-hmm. going home probably, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't have a you don't have a counterpunch. You know the old. I'm going to say it again. I love it's my favorite quote. Mike Tyson. Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in your mouth. <laughs> you get punched in the mouth in threes, and what are they going to do? Yeah, I don't know. Just looking at this Grinnell thing, so they they do full they full court press the whole game and uh, only shoot threes essentially, and they also sub guys in and out of the game like every minute. Well, you got it. So like, every minute there's a guy at the yeah. scores table like coming in, like so they play everybody, they run up and down, and it's just chaos. They had a kid in 2011, looks like he scored 89 points. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one kid. He was 27 of 55. He made one kid. Yeah, one kid. He took he made 15 threes. All right, so I guess I exaggerated. I thought they like literally only shot threes, but apparently it's mostly threes. I guess if you get a steal off of a uh, your full court press, you, you just lay it in. But he oh, took they took fifty five shots. Yep. Yeah, dude. All they do is shoot. Like they just they get the ball and go. Like they, it's forget like uh, what was it seven seconds or less or whatever the book was like or the Mike D'Antoni system. Like it is it is that on steroids? Uh, all right, let's grab John in Rhode Island. He joins us next. What's going on, John? Hey, Rich, Andy, Stiz, I just want to say thank you for entertaining me, making me laugh, and airing out my grievances this year. Uh, I just want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from my family to yours, and you know, I appreciate listening to you guys. Well, that's very kind. Happy Holidays to you as well, Merry John. Christmas. I like that. Bet you he would have worn a uh, sweater. Probably would have. Oh, he is not going to let you live that down. Pissed I knew he would be, too. I was, I was going to, I was like, should I say anything before I get We had a nah. suicide pack, and I'm the only one who's dead. <laughs> I just put the Kool Aid down. Like, mm, you, you know what? Not, you know what? not for me. You get into the party. You yeah. maybe half assed it, but you're getting into the party. I'm getting in. You they got see a the hat. They're like, yeah, I had like, like, you're in. Let him in. Yep. Let, let him in. Yeah. Let him in. I am wearing my mistletoe belt. I got that going for me. Watch out, Stiz. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it. Those are the rules. All right. Uh, you can join the program, 617-779-7937. We will bet the Thursday night game the best we can. Stiz has been great at it. Me and Hart, not so much, but it is Saints-Rams. You'll hear it here coming up on WEI. Then we'll turn our attention to both Yamamoto, who remains unsigned, and uh, Patriots-Broncos coming up in just a few short days on Christmas Eve. So all of that on the way here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, WEI. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash BostonWEEI. And check out WEEI on YouTube for our video on demand content updated daily. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keep Show with Andy Hart, W-E-E-I, on this uh, Thursday night, leading up to Thursday Night Football. It's a uh, NFC matchup. We will bet that here. Rams and Saints. Get to your phone calls in a moment as well. 617-779-7937. The bet du jour. What is that? Great question. It's the bet of the day. And on Thursday, we give you our game pick as well as a prop. And uh, on the season, Stiz is the only one hitting these Thursday night games. He's 10, 5, and 1. I'm 5, 10, and 1. Hart is 4, 11, and 1. So I think this is the last week we're doing it, too. Wait, what? 
I think this is it, right? I'm off oh, next week, to... and then Thursday. I think they're done with Thursday night football pretty soon. Then I gotta do full shows. <laughs> uh, you, that's is that a sounds awesome? Of, is that an impression of you or me? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. You're right. January, another uh, uh, scheduling update for everybody. Starting in January, for at least a couple of months, full tang, full weeks, Monday through Friday, six to ten. Tuesdays and Thursdays, six to ten. Yep, this guy. Yep, that's right. I will in also studio. be in there the other days. Uh, Monday and Wednesday will be Fitzy, and then Friday, sort of like a free for all. Maybe it's Bradford. Maybe it's Davy Eyeballs. Maybe it's somebody. Maybe it's a mystery person. Dane Cook could be Dane Cook for all we know. I doubt it. Yeah, yeah. I know. We got to tune in to find out. <laughs> could yeah. be any. Could be anybody. All right, where are you going tonight? Rams are four point favorites at home against the Saints. Oh, so we are going four, okay? Yeah, I got four right now. Is what I'm looking at. Staring okay, at four. All right. Four and a half, but I'll take four because right. I am going to take the Rams laying those points. Uh, I don't feel great about it, but I also would not feel great about picking uh, the Saints. So no. lesser of two evils. I, it, I'm i only betting this because we have you to make me. Yep. Yeah, You're I wouldn't really be forced in into this. doing it. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't normally. I probably wouldn't uh, bet this one myself. Now, both of these teams very much fighting for playoff spots. The Rams, due to t- they're both seven and seven. The Rams, due to tiebreakers, are the seven seed, the last Wild card team in Saints are technically the nine, so this is a massive game for both of these teams. I'll I'll just take. I mean, it's Stafford versus Carr, so you got two kind of like experienced quarterbacks. I'll take the uh, Rams as well. You know, it's Damn four it. point. Yeah, I know. Damn it! Come I, gotta, on. I know. I, well, I, was, I already wrote the Rams down. Jeez. I already wrote them down. They've actually won four of their last five, and the one loss that they yeah. had was that overtime loss to Baltimore. So I think they're playing. No, they've gotten pretty Cooper well. Cup back. Yeah, um, they still have Nakua. They got uh, Kyron Williams. Like they've kind of developed an offense. And it wasn't long ago people were talking about should Sean McVay be in wor- worried about his job? Like or what are a they weird tenure he's had there. Yeah, like takes off like a rocket. Everyone's calling him a genius. Uh, loses a Super Bowl, wins a Super Bowl, then like the thing just falls apart. They have all these injuries. And then now he's like clawing his way back into a playoff spot. I remember he was like, he might retire. He might go do yeah. TV at like Had 35, whatever he is. Like geez. Has a smoke show wife. He does. Yep. He's got that going for him. going on there? He's doing, he's doing okay. Stiz, where are you going tonight? Yes, I too am taking the Rams in a Cooper Cup anytime tutty. Okay, Plus nice. 125. Just jumps right in there. Yeah, I like That's that. Right. Just move this thing right along. I'm going to go Alvin Kamara over 36 and a half receiving yards. Okay. I think the, uh, again, like I think the Rams are going to win. I think Kamara, I mean, he can get that on one play. But I think they're going to be throwing the ball a lot in the second half. So I'll take Kamara over yards. So this is the bet I'm actually making. Okay. Very good. Um, In the real world, I'm looking to make a little money. So I got Kyron Williams, Alvin Kamara, both anytime touchdowns in a little bit of a two-leg parlay here for plus 219. Oh, I like the juice on that. Yeah, because Kyron Williams is is like minus minus 190. But you add in Kamara, all of a sudden you're up plus 219. So I feel good about it. I like that, too. I like that very much. All right, there's our uh, bet du jours for Thursday Night Football. All right, let's go back to the phones. Uh, Allison is in Cambridge. She joins us next. What's up, Allison? Hi, guys. First of all, Merry Christmas and to a great new year. Yes, you as well. I'm just really freaked out that you mentioned the Grinnell thing because I went to Grinnell my freshman year of college, and when this was brought up, it was brought up, I guess, 2011 when the coach originally started this style of, of basketball playing, that Pete Shepard and Kirk Minahan were filling in on a holiday when I called and said that I went to Grinnell my freshman year. How about that? Wow. So and they were, were, they just they were, shoot, like, were they just I, shooting I, threes then when you were there? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. 
I, I don't know anything about basketball when I was there. Got it. I do not. I don't <laughs> Fair think they're basketball. I don't think they were doing anything interesting. Okay. But no. And I, I just, I, I was just kind of like, it, and, and also, you know, I grew up, I'm a native New Yorker, and they just thought it was weird that I went to college in Iowa, but which I actually really liked. But, All right. uh, but while I'm here, can I just say something? Can I say something about Bill Belichick? Of course. Sure. Thank you. Well, it just I just think that it's really I think it's really sad because I think he wasn't prepared to have players leave, he wasn't prepared to have coaches leave. And if he just did things slightly differently, we wouldn't be in this place. If he didn't hire if he just hired an offensive coordinator last year and we didn't have Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, if this year with Bill O'Brien, if he had just gotten a right tackle, catch Jacoby Myers and brought DeAndre Hopkins, everything would be different. Yeah, I well, you know what, Allison? Thank you for the call and, and happy holidays. There, there's a lot of ifs in there, though. Yeah, and say. my other issue is list of them. Like you got to see some of those things coming. Like first of all, I still maintain that like he pushed Tom Brady out the door, so you better have the replacement ready to go. <laughs> right. Rob Gronkowski was giving you you know messages he's going to retire for a while, so I think he had to be prepared for that one. The coaches get interviewed all the time. Like Josh McDaniels has already left. He's he's left. Come back. Left. Come back. Like you can't expect him to be here forever. So none. Of, he had no replacement plans for the best quarterback ever, the best tight end ever, and a solid offensive coordinator. Didn't have any replacement plans for him. So like I can't let him off the hook. No, absolutely not. Because they're all predictable. They didn't. Yes. Remember when <clears throat> Eric Mangini left and Bill didn't want him to go and thought he wasn't ready? And it oh, was yeah. Fredo. Yeah. It was like on. one year after or very quickly thereafter after Romeo had left. Yes. And that's one where I said, yeah, he probably didn't see that coming. He probably thought, oh, I get three couple or four years, years out sure. of Mangini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Josh McDaniels has talked openly about his notebook and how he's going to be a better coach and yeah. he wants it. He prepared for it. And as you said, interviewed, almost went, went, back, the whole thing. So Brady, you pushed him out the door. Mm-hmm. Gronk, you you tried to push out the door because you tried to trade him. Right. So you didn't you didn't have a great relationship there. So you should probably know that you should have to be ready to prepare to to replace him. And mm-hmm. then Josh. So like these aren't and even free- like Dante Scarnecchia. Like how, how many more years did you want Dante to do it? Well, you, you begged know, like, him to come back. He right. retired, and you lured him out of retirement right, with some right, coin. Right, right. Like, you begged him to come back. That's so, a good point. Dante l- retired for a year, then came back. Josh McDaniels left twice and was going to leave a third yeah. time, and, like, you convinced Brady, him to come you, back. Yeah. you made his life miserable. You knew I what know. you were doing, which I still think at the time you could make an argument you did the right thing. Mm-hmm. But you're doing the thing, so you right. need to have some. And then don't tell me it was... Stidham, but then Stidham went to a wedding, and you didn't think he was committed, so you decided he wasn't a quarterback that you wanted anymore. Like, what yeah. are we doing? No, it's crazy. All right, we got uh, one hour down, only a half hour to go, but we still have a lot to talk about, and we can get to your calls as well. Uh, Yamamoto, four-pack of questions for the Broncos, and uh, there are four options facing the Patriots next year, four specific options. I want to get Hart's take on that. Uh, go nowhere. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart here on WEI.